I was reflecting recently on my YouTube videos and on my channel and I realized that I spend a lot of time talking about all of my accomplishments and all the things that I've that I get right basically in terms of retroactive jealousy in terms of my coaching practice and all the rest so I thought it was probably time for me to share a video talking about some more of my mistakes sharing some more of the things that I got wrong so in today's video I want to try something a little different I want to talk about five things that I wish I knew about relationships when I was 20 years old my name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Over the years, one of the most fun parts of my job is working with younger people. And when I say younger people, I'm mostly talking about young men and women in their 20s. So I'm in my mid-30s now. I'm officially in that weird area between like young guy and old guy. But one of the things that I really enjoy about working with younger men and women is hopefully I can help them avoid a lot of the same dumb things, some of the same mistakes that I made when I was their age. And I was thinking recently, if I could sit down with 20-year-old Zach and have a beer with him and share a few pieces of wisdom and share some things what not to do in terms of his relationship life, what would I tell him? So in today's video, I wanna share five things that I wish I knew about relationships when I was 20. The first thing I would tell my 20-year-old self is you've got time. Slow things down. There is no rush in terms of things like moving in together and getting very, very seriously involved and combining your finances and doing all this kind of crazy things that I did when I was a 20-year-old man. I think when we're young and we fall madly in love, there's this temptation to kind of speed the process up you know, become really, really emotionally invested very, very quickly. Maybe move in together very quickly. Maybe get engaged really quickly. Maybe start commingling finances and spending every waking moment together and really rushing up the courtship process. And there's no reason to do this. In fact, there's a lot of very compelling evidence that suggests that actually taking your time in relationships, really giving things time to settle and moving at a more relaxed pace and you know, spacing out your visits together and this kind of thing, there's a lot of compelling evidence that suggests that this is actually the best way to approach relationships. And I wish I did this myself back when I was 20. You know, when I was around that age, I fell madly in love with a, a wonderful woman and I moved in way too quickly. I basically became a married man overnight because when you live with someone, that's pretty close to being married to that person, even if you're not married on paper. Now, I don't have regrets per se, because obviously living with someone taught me a lot about relationships and women and you know, all the rest. I don't regret it per se, but if I had a time machine and I could have a word uh, with my 20 year old self, I would probably tell him to you know, slow things down. There's no rush with these things. You're 20 years old. You've got lots and lots of time. The second piece of advice I would give my 20 year old self is don't make your woman your world. Or, you know, if you're a woman watching this, don't make your partner your world. Or if you're a gay man watching this, you get my ideas. Swap whatever gender you want. Don't make your partner your world. Another mistake I made when I was in my early 20s is to a considerable extent, I made my woman my world. I let a lot of my friendships kind of slip by the wayside. I let some of my hobbies and interests kind of slip by the wayside. I didn't have real goals in terms of, you know, short-term personal development goals or short-term career goals or studying goals or educational goals or all these things because I was so madly in love and I was so consumed by this incredible woman in my life, I let all the other areas of my life kind of slide and I neglected them. And this put a lot of pressure on the relationship that didn't need to be there. This put a lot of pressure on my partner to sort of be my entire social life and provide meaning uh, you know, in my life 
put all kinds of pressure on the relationship. It complicates things a lot when you do this. By the way, this can also spur on things uh, and amplify things like retroactive jealousy. Because on some level, it heightens the anxiety. It heightens the unnecessary emotional investment that you're putting in this person. It just puts all kinds of pressure on your partner and pressure on your relationship. And for me and for many other people, this can result in retroactive jealousy. Don't make your woman your world. Don't make your partner your world. On a related note, the third piece of advice that I would offer my 20-year-old self is spend more time investing in your male friendships. Spend more time investing in your friendships in general. This goes back to the previous point, but it's so important. I really want to hammer this home because this is a big mistake, I think, that I made in my early 20s. Not investing as much in other relationships in my life aside from my intimate relationship. Not hanging out with my buddies as much. Not going to the bar and watching the game with them and just having fun sometimes on a Friday night. I felt like I was getting all of my social needs met by my girlfriend at the time. And of course, an incredible partner can add incredible dimensions to our lives. And when we fall in love, they are filling all of these needs in our life, or at least that's the way it feels, because they're our lover, they're our best friend, they're our therapist sometimes, sometimes it feels like they're our parent. You get the idea. But the truth is we are social beings. We need multiple relationships in our lives. I always think about that line by Esther Perel, the Belgian author, who says, nowadays we expect one person to fulfill all of the roles that we used to expect an entire community to fulfill an entire village to fulfill. Nowadays, we put so much pressure on our intimate partner to fill up our entire lives. This is such a mistake. And I wish I'd invested more in my friendships when I was in my early 20s. Another piece of advice I'd offer 20-year-old Zach, have more fun and just let more things slide. You know, stop taking yourself so goddamn seriously. <laughs> stop taking the relationship so incredibly seriously and having all these intense discussions and arguments and drama and all this stuff, you know? This is not to say take relationships lightly and don't care about people and don't care about women and don't care about your partner. Of course, that's not what I'm suggesting. But again, I think this comes back to the point I made earlier about feeling like I didn't have as much time as I actually had. Because you'll never be 20 years old ever again. You'll never be 24 years old ever again. You'll never be 30 years old ever again. And the person you're dating when you're 20 years old is probably not going to be the person you spend the rest of your life with. For some people, that's the way it works out. And if so, and you're happy, that's great. But for most of us in the 21st century, that's not the way it works out. So enjoy the relationship for whatever it's worth. Have more fun. Stop taking it so seriously and having all kinds of drama and all these crazy expectations. Enjoy the unfolding of time, letting things happen as they're supposed to happen, rather than putting all kinds of pressure on things to happen a certain way, rather than having all these crazy expectations of a relationship. When you're 20 years old, that that relationship is probably not going to fulfill. And finally, I would tell my 20-year-old self, love is not enough. Compatibility matters a lot more than you probably imagine it matters right now, right? When we're younger, we may feel that love is really all you need, right? My, one of my favorite Beatles songs, All You Need Is Love. There's a beauty and simplicity in that, and there is a certain truth to that. But when it comes to relationships, things like fit, things like lifestyle, things like values, all these things are incredibly important. And all you have is love, which by the way, is often attraction and lust masquerading as love, but that's another video. But when all you have is love, or when that's the basis for the relationship, that can lead you down some pretty dark paths. Because again, things like lifestyle and compatible values and compatible family values and just the way you want to live your life, the kind of person you are and your interests and all these things, compatibility matters so much. And beware the trap of thinking 
that love is all you need when it comes to sustaining a long-term relationship over many years. One of the lessons I've learned over the course of my 30s, and I could tell you stories about this, but one of the lessons I've learned is that things like lifestyle and compatibility matter so much more than I used to think they mattered. And you can have an absolutely incredible relationship where love grows a little more slowly over time. And maybe it doesn't come in the form of some lightning strike in the beginning of the relationship where you just, you know, love at first sight and you're just, your hormones are jacked and you can't stop, you know, you can't leave the bedroom ever and that kind of experience of a young 20s love. But love where you give things a little more time to simmer, you give things a little more time to build. Love where you take your time a little bit more and pay attention to things like values and compatibility. That can be so much more rewarding, so much more satisfying, so much more fun than the experience of love I had when I was a younger man. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.